and welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility, but I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, it controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Diagnosis Infertility. We are going to jump right in this week, and we're going to talk a little bit about how you feel, and you can feel however you feel, right? You don't have to hide it. You don't have to change it. You don't have to mask it. And however you feel doesn't mean you're not grateful for what you have, okay? So there's this concept of complaining that gets people's attention, right? Especially the attention of couples going through infertility. There are times that I can admit when I was in the thick of it that I had anyone with children under a microscope. It was this you better be grateful for everything you have microscope because I'll be honest, I would do anything to be in that position to have all those feels as a mom. And I remember being like so negative anytime any mom would complain or vent or talk about their kids in a way that I perceived as them being ungrateful. But really... In hindsight, I think they were just venting and talking and and coping as a mom. But I perceived it as, oh, don't they know that they're so lucky that they have their kids? I would do anything to be in that position. And now that I'm on the other side of it, I get it, right? I can still talk and vent and I can still be grateful. But I don't think everyone feels that or experiences that because right now, What I think is happening is I think is that women or couples who are going through infertility are feeling this way of you better be grateful or don't say those things because I want this so bad in my life that it, you know, it's hurting me because I see, I feel like you're ungrateful when you talk about being tired and upset, right? And then I think there's this other side of things, right? Um of women who did go through infertility and are feeling the guilt of what they feel. And so today I want to like mash the two together and bring the two together and talk about how you can feel how you feel. After I had kids and after I got pregnant, after my experience with infertility, I had this notion that because I went through infertility... I loved my kids more and that I was more grateful for my kids. And I hid, I probably hid everything that I was experiencing. And this is included in 
like my pregnancy. I was even talking to my, you're going to hear me talk about my sister-in-law a lot on this episode because, well, I wrote this when I was at the lake with her this weekend and um, we just had a lot of good talking points. But what we were talking about was how I hid everything, like even in my pregnancy, because I was so grateful and so excited to be pregnant that I didn't want to share any of the negative. And so I just hid it all. And that ended up being very detrimental because no one knew how much I was struggling. No one knew how much like pain I was in or how tired I was and how really not good I felt until I was on bed rest for eight weeks. Okay. So I really want to encourage anyone listening to this that you can feel how you feel. There's no right or wrong way to feel. You can have gone through infertility for eight years and have your beautiful kids and get pissed off at them sometimes. You can be someone in the middle of infertility and have all these things going for you, right? Um, A great husband, a great job, a great place to live, right? Like maybe you're getting a promotion. You're doing all these things and they're so wonderful and still really, really want a kid. That doesn't mean you're ungrateful for the things you already have. You can be a best friend to somebody who just had a kid and maybe you've experienced seven months of infertility. You can be upset. You can be upset that your friend is pregnant and you are not. I feel like a lot of times we don't want to feel a certain way or we want to feel a certain way that we hide what's truly underneath and what we're truly feeling. And so why this came up is because I was on Instagram and I saw a post by somebody who was talking about this topic, but from the side of infertility, she was talking about how much pain she's in and how much she's hurting. And she shared that, know your audience, know who you're talking to, you know, don't complain about your kids to somebody who is going through infertility. And I had a hard time with that post. It made me feeling gross and yucky. And honestly, I couldn't even tell you who posted it. It was some influencer. I I don't even know. I don't have it saved. I couldn't go back to it if I tried. I just remember this feeling of of wanting to challenge this thought, to be honest, because I feel like that's where we build up our walls. That if we're so worried about saying the right thing to the right people or saying the wrong thing to the wrong people, and we don't really show up as our true selves. And I think there's something beautiful of showing up as your true and raw self even if you don't always know what the outcome is going to be. So let me set the stage a little bit. I hesitate. So I know a lot of women who are experiencing pain in their fertility journey. And I hesitate not showing up as my true self to them because I am afraid I'm going to hurt them. What I would rather do is open their relationship with them So they experience and feel what I'm feeling, but then I can experience and feel what they're feeling too. So I'll be honest, I went through five years of infertility. I saw a ton of negative pregnancy tests. I I spent thousands and thousands of dollars and I have two amazing success stories that live in my house with me 
And there are times that they drive me bonkers, okay? There's times that I yell. I don't love it. There's times that I um, overreact. And they can honestly bring out the worst in me sometimes, but they also bring out the best in me. And just because I feel those things doesn't mean I'm ungrateful. And I feel like if I were to hide that from somebody who is going through infertility or hide that from somebody who wants so bad to be a mom, I wouldn't be showing up as my true self. And I feel like if you are truly my people and you are truly in my world, you're going to want me to show up as my true self. You're going to want to hear about my struggles, even if it's struggles that you're yearning so much to have because... I think us hiding that from each other only builds up more and more walls and it increases this guilt, this guilt that we feel as moms who have recently gone through infertility or have previously gone through infertility that we we will come across as ungrateful if we share any of the quote unquote negative feelings with someone. Okay, and maybe you feel like this too or, or maybe you're sitting there and you're, Right, You've maybe had two rounds of IVF that didn't come out with a positive pregnancy test and you were like, yes, that's true, Andrea, but I really, really want to be in that situation. So let me tell you this story. I was the same way, okay? I remember, maybe I mentioned this to you before, I'm not really sure what content I've shared with you already and what I've wrote about, what I've blogged about, um, and what I've talked about, so... Bear with me. I remember my sister-in-law feeling so defeated and she maybe even let a complaint slip out. Maybe she was venting. I don't know, but I know how I perceived it. She talked about a negative feeling she was feeling about pumping on the way to a wedding that we were attending. And I remember thinking, oh man, and I think I even said it, I would give anything to be in that position. Now, I was in the thick of infertility at this point, and I remember thinking I would love to switch positions with her. And that was true. I did. But did that make her feelings any less important? Was I taking away her right to feel what she was feeling and what was true to her? Yes, a little bit. I feel like if she would have opened up to me and explained her fatigue because her daughter at the time was a super tough baby, that she was tired and she was sick of pumping and she she was just overall exhausted. And I immediately shut her down and covered it with how I was feeling. I would be validating her. I would be minimalizing what she was experiencing, what her truth was, because it didn't align with my truth. Her truth was she's tired. Her baby is exhausting her. She hasn't slept much. She just wanted a peaceful drive to this wedding and she had to pump and it was just weighing on her. Okay? And it didn't align with my truth, which was I can't get pregnant. I see negative pregnancy test after negative pregnancy test. And I'm hurting because this is what I wanted. So I shut down her feelings because it hurt me so much. And that was so unvalidating to her. Possibly put up a wall between us, right? Possibly made her start to feel this guilt she feels now that she should be grateful for what she has and that she should, you know, she should not experience any of this fatigue and frustration and 
and exhaustion because she also went through infertility to get to her kids, right? She has a very similar story to mine. It took her years and years and thousands of dollars as well in a surgery for her to get to her babes. I believe that once we tell people how they can and cannot feel, what they can and cannot do and what they can and cannot share, they start up to they start to build up walls. And really unnecessary walls. And that just gets us to where I was at the beginning of this journey. Just this little locked up ball of energy that didn't share anything and had a panic attack. Um, and was super stressed. And we don't want that, right? That's not living your best life. So I think part of the reasons that we build up walls around us is because we don't feel validated in our story with our feelings. And honestly, it doesn't matter what our feelings are. They are real and they are true to us. We can feel however the hell we feel. Listen to that again. We can feel however we feel because that is our truth and our reality. Like I said, there is no right or wrong way to feel. And the sooner we acknowledge those feelings and own those feelings, the sooner we're able to process through that and get on with what we need to get onto in, in our journey. Because guess what? I feel it too. I'm tired. My kids frustrate me. They exhaust me. They make me cry. And I need a break as a mom from them too. And it's okay for me to admit that now. I'm still so grateful for my kids, but I'm also owning where I'm at in motherhood. I know that I need a break and they need a break from me too. And that doesn't make me ungrateful in any capacity. It makes me real and honest and true. And that's what I want to teach my kids too, right? Is to be real, honest, and true. And not to hide or bottle things up because we're afraid of what people might think about us or what they might do and who we might offend. Because I feel like if we truly show up authentically in who we are, we won't offend other people. I feel like we'll be able to open up to them a little bit more. I have another story. I have this friend who doesn't ask for help when it comes to her son. She lost a baby at birth. He passed away that day. He didn't survive. And she now has this beautiful son um, who's with us Earthside. And then she experienced a miscarriage. And Right now, she doesn't ask for help. She doesn't advocate for what she always needs. And we haven't talked about this, but what I see, what I deduce, is that she doesn't want to complain or doesn't want to let people know of the feelings she has feelings. So she doesn't ask for help. Because she is so blessed and so grateful of what she does have that I don't feel like she wants to jinx it with any feelings perceived as negative. So therefore, she takes on all of this responsibility and maybe even this little bit of guilt because she doesn't want to seem ungrateful. And once you guys get there, because some of you listening to this yearning for a baby, because once you get there to parenthood, you will be so tired and exhausted at some point. And I want you to know this because honestly, my favorite piece of advice I give to new mamas at baby showers um, the favorite piece of advice I give is that allow yourself to feel that you will be surprised at how much joy and happiness this child will give you 
and in the next breath, how angry and frustrated this child will be to you. Don't fool yourself. You're going to feel both. And that's okay. I think it's healthy for us to admit that because we're experiencing emotion and we're showing up as our true, authentic, and genuine selves. Even if you have experienced infertility and the blessing of a child isn't lost on you, you will feel these things and allow yourself to. Not allowing yourself to feel these things will only build up a wall. And maybe you're maybe you're feeling like that too. Or maybe you're on the other side of it, right? You're in the thick of infertility and you're starting to build up walls because you don't want to seem ungrateful for what you do have. Because like I said, you could be having all, all these things must be going well for you. I remember uh, sitting around a table as well to you with a bunch of coworkers. And I, at that time, I mean, I'm still tall and I'm still blonde. Um, but at that time I was in really good shape and we were, honestly, it was, I had a timer set off or set on on my phone cause we were starting the, um, IVF process. And so I set up alarms on my phone when I had to leave to go take shots and this and that. But anyway, I, a coworker turned to me and she's like, Oh, what are you complaining about? Your, your body is perfect. And because maybe it did look perfect to her. I, I don't know. But I turned to her and I said, but it doesn't make babies. And we had this just moment of all of this stuff. And so, like, don't get me wrong. I was super grateful for the body God gave me. But I can still want and I can still yearn. I remember thinking I would give anything to have postpartum flabby belly. And now that I do, I'm like, eh. but anyway, my point is, is that it's okay to feel what you feel and you don't have to seem ungrateful for it. Another example too, is my best friend has been praying for a husband for ages and I pray for her husband in that relationship too, but she still asks me and allows me to talk about my marriage and anything I'm frustrated or happy about. And she validates me, which makes me feel closer to her. And then I, in turn, ask her about her journey and her relationship. And it's this really beautiful meet each other where you're at kind of moment and kind of friendship. And I want that for more of us. On the other side, for more of us on the side of going through infertility, of that we can really show up and bring our true, honest feelings to the table and not be afraid of how each other are going to feel and really accept that that's the truth for that person and help them through it. And that the same is true for any part of your experience. Just because you have all these things going on for you doesn't mean you aren't grateful. So the next time you feel turned off by someone venting about something you really, really want, tell them you can't wait to feel that level of fatigue or whatever it is that you're that you're wanting and see where the conversation goes. It might build a bridge and build a connection you weren't even sure existed. Okay, thanks. That's all for today. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for pressing play today. If you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst, share this episode on social media. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can give you a shout out. Or send it to your husband, a friend, or even your mom right now. Sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. 
And remember, maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.